Okay, so I'm gonna be honest. The UK girls, right? I've been watch. I don't watch American makeup artists no more because y'all, we're not doing it how the UK girls mm-hmm. are doing yeah. it. So right. one thing I noticed is that they highlight from like, like here, like 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 from here. I don't know how to explain it. That was like the only thing that I did differently today. Like I highlighted all of here, then I contoured, then I put blush. So it's like, it's giving like this illusion of like, yes, yes. And so yeah. I think that might be it. Mm-hmm. No, the UK girls are really doing, like we all know when it comes to the lace Everything. and the makeup, they mm-hmm. have it. I don't know. It, it, I have a theory. Do you want to hear the theory? What's the theory? It's so cold and ugly out there. They have no choice but to like, be inside, inside and learning, and you know, the crap, right. That's, I think that is my theory. Like you guys are suffering. So right. because we can be outside, <laughs> there's sun, there's, we're just right, like, right. oh, whatever, whatever. We need to be like, oh, let's get lit. Yeah, let's turn up. But with them, it's like, no, if there's an opportunity to go outside. Yeah. We're going to be glammed the F up. Like we're going right. to take time. Like we're going to, that's my theory. But anyways, <laughs> me, I'm <Love>. so- <laughs> I'm so excited to have you guys here. Hey guys, sorry for the, that, this is a different start. Normally I start off by saying, hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Convo Mo podcast. It's your girl, Mo Diggs. But today I am here with me, Nyoma, to be hey exact. Nyoma yes. is a lifestyle influencer. I, I like you. I feel like you just have so much. You're a host, you're a full-blown comedian. The girl is hilarious, guys. If you don't know who she is, you need to go and follow her on Instagram right now. But we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things today and I'm so excited to have you here i'm excited too okay so what we're going to talk about first is your journey girl so i always tell people that i i found out about you via natural hair like there was a huge uh, era the, the natural hair era now my but i i didn't really like i wasn't really good at it like i couldn't really like my natural hair just wasn't but you on the other hand mm-hmm. your natural hair journey was something that i was like i was like her hair is so beautiful and so that's how I found out about you um I had a lot of friends that followed you a lot of friends that were like always reposting and sharing you and then I realized like no my sis has a knees corner a a comedy page Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was like oh we have a dynamic babe here this girl is this girl (laughs) it's giving out of the box it's giving you can't box me in (laughs) you can't box me in so sis tell me how that started from like a hair, would you have considered yourself a, a like a natural hair influencer back then, or what? Would oh, you- absolutely, and I yeah. knew that I had to get out of there. Fast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fast. <laughs> um. No. Literally. Um. If you think about how my start of Instagram happened, it was more through hair because I was always changing up my hair a lot. I always had a protective style in. Uh, I was working with my sis Susie, African creature, a lot. Um. And we were doing like yarn braids. We were doing cornrows. We were doing Afro puffs. We were doing updos. We were doing all that stuff. And I feel like that's how I really started on Instagram and really grew. Um, Because I really started on like Tumblr. I had a little Tumblr clout for a little bit, a little fashion, thrifty, if you will. And then when Instagram happened, I was just using all the natural hair hashtags. And I was just changing up my hair a lot. So I feel like that's how that kind of started. Um, but then even within that, like I had this show called The Knee and Act Show with my bro Ike, uh, where we were doing sort of like comedy skits. We were doing some fashion like content and we were just doing sort of like all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just knew at one point, I'm like, yeah, well, I don't want to be known for natural hair because I have a lot more to offer. I feel like my personality is just so big. 
Like, I don't want to be limited and boxed into that. So literally, um, I would say like, okay, because I'm I'm trying to figure out like, when did I decide like, yeah, Yeah. no, but the thing is there was a rebrand that definitely happened. So for one, in terms of like the comedy page and like the lifestyle page, I was like, okay, well, look, sometimes my comedy could be a little raunchy. Sometimes my comedy can be just random. It can just be a lot. And then also, mm. it can also mess up with my page's aesthetic because I'm very into like mm. things need to be sort of, you know. Yeah. So with the influencer game, it's a, it's a, it's a game, girl. It's a it's scary a game. game. It's a scary yeah, game. Yeah, it is. And it's like, I don't want to get away my bags. So I said... Well, let's bring that funny content to the page. So it's not that I don't still sort of do some type of comedic content yeah. on me filtered, but it's more of a beauty lifestyle page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the comedy is just comedy, like whether I'm yeah. ranting, it's you know. So I really made those two pages because I'm like, well, one, maybe somebody may not want to follow me for beauty lifestyle content. Maybe they're just here to laugh. Yeah. So there's a page dedicated for that. And then two, I don't want brands to be confused as to what's what going I'm on. or what you know. So I had to make that hard decision to just make that comedy page. So mm-hmm. that I feel like is where the split happened. And then I would say in terms of like natural hair content, like I said, I don't want to just be limited to that. I'm not a natural hair guru. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. her. I just like to get my hair done. Okay. I use the products like everybody else. And I'm just trying to figure out what, what's going to go good in my hair today. What works. So what works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So dude, so how, like, I guess, um, like, how was that for you? Like, did you feel like, no, I need to make this shift now? Or did you feel like, you know, oh, I'm kind of going with the flow. Like, was it like a set? Like, you know what? No, this is what's happening. Like, I want to go in this route versus this route. And I guess what advice would you give to people that feel like they're also multifaceted as yourself? Um, I think it depends on your goal and your priority. I know the main reason why I decided to make that split too is because I'm like, I need to be making money. Mm, so yeah. what? Let me not let the brands be confused as to how we're gonna get this money. Yeah. Okay. I don't want this you is, to this is you know? this is where the funny stuff is, and this is where yeah, the is, lifestyle yeah, is. I mean, think about it. It's like also what people don't realize too is that like when you work with a brand, they work with you because one, they like your content and like who you are, but they need to be able to see their brands in your content or in you, mm-hmm. right? So for anybody that feels multifaceted, I feel like I encourage you to be that. Just a lot of times you have to know, well, what are your priorities and what are you trying to achieve? What goals are you, you know, if it's working with brands and lifestyle brands, then you can still infuse comedy, but then you'll have to have a nice balance Mm -hmm. of the two, you know? Um, Also too, sometimes I feel like, yeah, we're all jacks of all trades, right? But maybe you might want to focus on one passion or focus on one thing so it can propel you to get to, like think about Kanye West, right? He started off as a producer. Mm -hmm. He was in the studio with all these successful rappers, you know? He did producing first mm-hmm. and he branched into being a rapper. Now mm-hmm. he's branched to the fashion. So a lot of times too, sometimes you want to just get somewhere first, yeah. then add to it. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm doing that now too, where I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking I'm kind of liking storytelling a lot. I think I might want to become a script writer. I mean, I'm a screenwriter, mm-hmm. you know? So, but I still need to do that, you know? Yeah, like, it's, yeah. No, yeah, that makes sense. Secret, by the way, nobody really know that. Yeah, that's a, I was about to say, are you are you telling us? Is this tea? Is this tea? Because I I love that, and I also love your stories. You mentioned them really quickly. Like you are really amazing at storytelling, and I feel so like when you went to Nigeria for that. I think it was a wedding. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I was there. Yeah, I I went to go and put on my gear. Like I put it on. No, and I was like this. I was like this. I was literally like 
Where are we next? Where are we going next? Yeah, oh, where, where are we like, going? I, yeah. I need my ones. Can somebody go and get my ones? Like, <laughs> you are so good at storytelling. So I could totally see the screenwriting as well as when you do your, like, as much as people don't rate TikToks as like this, like, art form. Like, I feel like creating TikToks is an art form. And like, because you're really telling a comedic story. And you're like, so I can, I can see it. And I support you. Thank you. I do. I support you. And I'm excited to see where that goes. And, you know, where that takes you tenfold. And I know it'll take you a million places because you're super talented. But are you coming to Ghana this December, by the way? Girl, yeah. So my, okay, I guess this is a tea. Girl, my husband just is like, yeah, I'll, I'll give, that'll be your Christmas present. Your ticket. Like your flight to Ghana Wait. is your Christmas present. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we're definitely outside. Yeah, we're definitely outside. But I'm yeah. only gonna go for a week and a half, which is not long. Well, but it's like, Charlie, I'm gonna miss my husband. Small, he's not coming. So guys, I'm gonna... I don't want to even get into tea. But when we, so me and Mo met in LA, and I was like, oh, who is this girl? Not how energy kind of matched mine. I said, what's her sign? But then literally, like Mo was just so hilarious, so relatable, so down to earth. I'm like, you know what? I like me some Mo. So uh-huh. I was like, listen, when I go to Atlanta, I'm definitely hitting you up. Mm-hmm. But while we're on this trip, I was like, I gotta call my husband. Stop. Mm-hmm. She was to me in the backseat, kind of like, hey, babe, oh, I miss you. You miss me? And I'm like, that is so beautiful. Like, I really love your relationship with your husband. Obviously, I don't know much about it, but from mm-hmm. what I see, like, you guys have like a really dope best friend relationship, mm-hmm. but you guys are also lovers, which is like the best thing ever. Oh, oh and then not the time where you met um Brent Fayez, right? Fayez, yeah. Fayez. Mm-hmm. And, and Mo was like, listen, my husband do music. Hello. And I said, see, that's that's why he right there. That, that's goals. Thank you. Oh, I, you guys know. I mean, I, I don't talk about him a lot on the podcast, but I y'all know I love my man. And yeah, like going to Ghana for a week, anything longer than a week being away from him is because I'm going to miss a holiday. Like I'll either miss New Year's with him or Christmas. I can't miss both. What are you doing? So I think I'm going to leave right before New Year's, like the 29th. When are you going? I'll be there before the 29th. Yeah. So we'll be I, yeah. I, so yeah. I want to I wanna make sure I make <laughs> Nana's event. Every, everybody make sure you guys go um, to Every Stylish Girl. And Nana, it's really Nana, Nana Ajman. She's having an event in Ghana. So I really want to make it. And then I also, I want to, you know, I want to do Christmas in Ghana. Like Christmas is lit. Yes. Afrochella events, but I I can't miss like both holidays. Yeah. Anyways, girl, this is not about me. This is about right. you. Speaking <laughs> right. of love, great segue, my dear. Speaking of love, what is what's what's going on? Are you dating? Are you are you currently in a relationship? Are you what is it giving? Is it giving getting to the bag and not these niggas? <laughs> what is it giving? It's it's giving a lot of things. Is that um no, I, I'm definitely dating. You know, okay. I am enjoying being single and exploring my options. Mm-hmm. And personally, I I never did that before. Mm. I was someone that would find a guy. Oh, I kind of like you. Locked, locked in. in. That's that's my man. <laughs> and it's like, well, well, sis, what, what, what happened to the freedom? What happened mm. to figuring out whether this is the right options? And clearly mm. they weren't the right options because I'm not with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So okay. now I'm like, time where I'm like okay I feel like I was always I've always I've always been in something since like I was like 17 wow right yeah. so yeah. I've never so now at this point I'm like dating 
right? Mm-hmm. And I'm exploring my options and that feels good. But like earlier this year, I was like, wait, let me test something. Let me like test that I don't necessarily need a man or male attention or I don't need to be talking to someone. Mm-hmm. So from like uh, January, actually low-key, last November, I can say, till so a year. August. Oh, August, okay, okay. I was not talking to anybody. Wow. Like essentially like, okay, you know, this guy was, okay, on and off a little bit. January. Let's just, I didn't say January. Please need a little something there just to but, keep No, but I was like, no, because I, I have things I want to do and I just think men can be distracted sometimes. We got to be honest. Yes. About how you absolutely. Balance it. Absolutely. You know, you be, yeah. So I was like, from January to August, I'm not talking to anybody. Let me focus on myself. Let me make sure that I don't feel like I need to be talking to a man. Okay. Because I want to be able to enjoy my own solitude, my mm. own time. Because yeah. if I feel like if you feel like you're dependent on a another person or dependent on male attention or energy, it shows in so many different ways. Ooh, girl, and hold not- on. You need to we need to get into that, girl, because that is facts. Like it bleeds through all areas of your life. Because yeah. men will they can make you miserable without even like manipulate you, manipulate you, have thinking things, anxiety. Oh my gosh. Then so you- I, I think about being strong too, mentally. Before you even, people say a lot of times you need to know who you are before you enter a relationship. Absolutely. I've seen a lot of people lose themselves in relationships. That was almost me my first, with my first love, you know? Really? So. Herbiga, we could talk said, all day. I said, listen, I can't lose anybody in this life. Yeah. As long as I don't lose myself. Absolutely. Okay. That's how I feel. Yeah. Oh, y'all yeah. go. But as long as I have me, I don't lose me, I'm okay. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. No, for real. I know. I've actually had a lot of friends. And I used to be, when I first started dating, I was very big on, like, all my friends, like, dating. Like, I was like, you guys need to all be dating. Like, and if you're dating this guy, like, you need to be serious and committed to him. Like, just very active on, like, you guys want to say, like, I wanted to make sure that all my friends were not, were putting all their, were putting all their eggs in one basket. Because I did and it worked for me. But. But how long were you dating your husband? Before we we were dating for five years before we got married. Beautiful. Yeah. So we right now we're going on seven years. Thank wow. you. Yeah, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I am I am so big on love and relationships happening the right way. Like, okay, you guys start dating, then it goes from there and it works because that's how it worked for me. But it doesn't like it literally just doesn't work that way all the time. Like we're getting older. Like yeah. we have to date around our we have there's I'm also thinking like that ideal because I had that ideal time too, like oh, dating for like three to five years, and yeah. then. But the older we're getting, it's like we don't have time for that. It, not I've been only, not getting only, married after a year. Girl, you know, not only do we not have time for that, we're like my patience with my husband when I was 21 versus my patience at the age of 26 is different. Like, I probably let a lot of stuff slide when I was 20 versus me now at my big age like there you know what I'm saying like we were kids now that I'm 26 let's say me and my husband were dating if he tried some ish I'm sure he tried when I was 20 I would be like absolutely not like we're on to the next so I feel like as we're getting older our, our patience is running thinner which is good it absolutely should be because we shouldn't settle for anything that's less than amazing a lot of nonsense you're like yeah are you okay are you okay like <laughs> I'm not dealing with this but and a lot of times too, it's stuff because I think a lot of people are hurt. A lot of people have their guards up. Yeah. Out of insecure. It's the girl. It's, it's good that you you didn't find yourself a home. A lot of us feel homeless. 
Try, it's, it's cold out here, girl. So it's okay. So are you? How are you meeting these people? Are you on apps? Are you just um, meeting them? So I actually have a hinge, but I'm barely on that thing. Like I, I haven't had one day for hinge, girl. Like, it, so it's really been it's really been um Organic. traveling a lot, meeting mm-hmm. people in different cities. Because New York men, it's a dub. If you find great for you, sis, but like I just feel I don't like New York men's energies, and then like a lot of people are just not really doing that much. Like just no. So I've found, you know, Houston. I got a little, nice little Houston, Dallas. I hear that. And then when I went to Houston, I was like, oh. And then I'm hearing the DMV is great as well. So DMV may be another mm-hmm. um, stop for me. Uh, Lagos. <laughs> you know, it's, listen, it's a tour. Literally. Um, uh, like it's a show. No. Like what should we call yeah. your love show? What should we call it? Like it's, it's, it's giving. Uh, for the love of me. For the love of me. But no, no, the thing is, I'm not like actively like, oh, let me go and find the man. I'm gonna like, I'm not. And I, I've heard things like, you know, when you're not looking, that's when it comes to you too. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm in a good space right now where I'm like, I'm actually enjoying being single. Like, yeah. wow, love that. Yeah. For me. yeah. Love that. And I, I like, I love the way, I love the energy that you have around dating. Like, it sounds very liberating. Like, it's just like, yeah, like I'm dating, getting to know people. But all in all, like, I love myself and I'm very comfortable with currently being alone now would I like a partner yeah absolutely but I'm not miserable and I think that's like the that's like the healthy space to always be because I feel like a lot of times we have you know people or women who or even men just people who don't feel comfortable in the fact that they're single or don't feel comfortable in the fact that they're dating um and that's a really scary place to be because like you said you'll lose yourself you'll lose the joy and in in you know being alone the joy and spending time with yourself because you don't get that time back once you start dating. So it's really important to enjoy that. And I feel like mm-hmm. you are, I'd be watching your stories. I'm like, oh, my sister's li- life is for the living. Yep, absolutely. And you are living. <laughs> I um love watching your videos with your mom. I don't see her as much on your page, but she used to be spilling the tea, honey. Um, And I wanted to know what was like, how did you feel about like, you know, her just, her gisting, like dating for money versus love. Like, do you truly believe like, no, like you should be dating for money. Like you should be dating someone that's paid. Like there's no reason to be dating someone that isn't paid. Like, are you, are, are we still, are we still team mom oh, on that? So here's the thing, right? And I feel as if like a lot of people understood where my mom was coming from. And obviously there were people who didn't. My yeah. mom is in no way a classist. She's in no way someone that's like, yeah, you need to be rich. You need to be a billionaire. It was more so like, well, you you cannot be with someone that is poor or not making money, especially because she raised me. She was like a single mom. Yeah. She raised me to be independent, to work hard and stuff. So what she was saying is like, okay, is love going to pay the bills? Is love Because at the end of the day, we need to eat. And the thing for me is like, also, why would you want your daughter to be with someone that can't, provide for her or take care for or take care of the family the same way so the way i see it too is like if i'm making sure that i'm working hard why and making my money or figuring it out because i feel like now we're in a beautiful time where there's so many ways to make money too right so it's like okay maybe you're with someone that um you know wants to create a product or whatever okay you know first year two years but eventually what's up are we making money or not are we (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because people don't realize money stresses love too. Money causes a lot of divorces. Like money does, you know? 
So I um, actually think that money is the number one reason for divorce. I want to live a comfortable life, Mo. Yeah. yeah. No, and, I understand. It doesn't mean billionaire, millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not like, I'm not asking for nothing that I can't, but damn, can we relax a little bit? Damn, we, we y'all get to pay the goddamn bills, man. We can't even both <laughs> like that. We don't even get, we can't even afford daytime. It's giving ramen noodles in the back. The kids that, that had ramen noodles the past three days straight. I'm tired. I'm miserable. I don't want that for me. I rebuke it. So you are killing me. And honestly, like that's facts though. And I've I've heard that like African American women are the only race that are like encouraged to settle. Like other races, like nah, like if you like if you don't have like people are not gonna suffer for you. Like and I feel like it is it's a hard life. It is. And I don't want it to be hard. I want it to be easy. Can't we dream for Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Also, you know, like, I I don't want to work forever. I don't. I don't. Like, I love creating content. I love being a creator. But maybe maybe I want to be a baby girl mm-hmm. when I'm 50 or 40 right. Right. or 35. Maybe next year. Yeah. You know. Or tomorrow. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um. it's just like. I feel you. I, for one, feel your mom. But I feel like Black women get a lot of flack for saying this. Or Black women get a lot of flack for even just being like, no, I have a standard that I want my husband to make as at, at just as much or if not more than me. Um, I just that we need to discuss how lifestyles, like one, I think when you marry someone, I'm really big on like, let's make sure that we both understand the same lifestyle we want to live. Yeah. And then I've also noticed too that like a lot of times when a woman makes more than the man in the ship, that breeds insecurity. Mm. It breeds controlling, like a controlling nature. And I also don't want to be having arguments about if I'm making like 600K or something a year and you know, you're making 80K a year, if I want to fly to Greece tomorrow, I don't need you telling me that I can or you telling me what we should do or I want you to come with me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of times you don't. So it's not that you necessarily need to be making more than me or a lot more, whatever, but like, let's have a, so if we ever want to do anything, we can do that. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like if it's a huge gap, it's like, and you start telling me, oh, well, why'd you buy this? You know, we need, you know, it's just. We're not doing that. We can't right. do that. You can't be asking me why I bought this. Yeah, right. nah, you can't be asking me that. Not if I, especially right. if I bought it with my own money. Right, right. So, I think your mom's just looking out for you, truly. Yeah. So funny enough, like she didn't really, she wasn't a, a huge fan of all of the some of the flack. It was mostly supportive, right? Like, oh, did wait, wait? So like, people were actually like, "Your mom is wrong." Yeah, like, oh, you know why? It, you know, obviously, it was insecure men. Right, because I think money is definitely one of those insecurities for a lot it's a, of it. it's a it's a it's a soft spot. It's a it's a super sensitive spot. And 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 you know why Even, it is a soft spot? I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's a soft spot because like patriarchy, which men subscribe to, teaches them that their worth and their value is in how much they can provide. So now that we are, if like it's okay, all right, we want to play patriarchy. Like yeah, like what can you provide? Now you're sensitive about it, but it's like in this world that we live in, which is a patriarchal world, like that's the standard. You know what I mean? But anyways, back to what you're saying. It is a soft spot for them. Yeah. 
Um, to the point where I even made a con like a content. <laughs> I made a TikTok and an Instagram reel that went viral in both places. And I was just talking about like, how are you mad at me for being expensive if I'm the one that's maintaining it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm spending my own money. Like, how are you gonna say I'm too expensive? You're not even yeah, so I, I did a, a that's brand true. That is like, so true. Yeah. So then I added a little comedy to it where I'm like, how do you want me to go from up here to being down here to me, you at your level? Yeah. You know, basically you big mad and you dumb if you think I'm like if I'm gonna limit or downplay what I've worked for, you know? So yeah. I really didn't think I'd get any pushback for that because I I admitted that I'm I'm working for what I have. Yeah. Right. I've created this life to get my YSL bag. Yeah. And it's even then it's like I wasn't even speaking from an expensive place. Like I I yeah. didn't say that, you know, because I make 60K and you make 20K. Like, I'm just saying I'm paying for my stuff. So <laughs> can I can I enjoy it? Don't call me expensive because men be doing that. They do that. Oh, you bougie. So, oh, you has oh you materialistic. That's the one. Yeah. Materialistic. It's very scary. They love that word. They use it as a, as a, like, a, it's like, yeah. You yeah, it's a humbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got pushed back from, from men, y'all. Like, it, it was, it was bad. Oh my God. Not as bad as, you know, but I had, I heard YouTube videos were made about me. I heard Kevin Samuels commenting on one, like, oh, you know, it was a whole thing. No, I, not I, Kevin I, Samuels. You're joking. Yeah. He commented on the video. I saw it. <gasps> so. What was this? I, um, I made a video last year, December, maybe, like. Yo, men are scary. Yeah, yeah. So so I just realized, like, you know, it it's always going to be a sensitive spot. It don't matter what you say. Yeah. It's like, if you feel insecure and you want to humble a woman, then that's what you'll do. Well, that's not our portion, Sha. We don't have to right. deal with men like that in this lifetime. The men that we'll be dealing with, will be, they'll be taking us on pjs and even if even if not even if they're making pride about it yeah like even if because you know what it is though like i feel like the men that actually like don't care like that's the men that you want to date like men that it's it's not like relevant to them how much you spend on yourself none of that stuff they don't care it's none of their business i was literally having a conversation with somebody yesterday a guy and i'm just like that's why there's a difference between generous men and men with money mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. times when you it's like oh i don't see this as like the oh i'm always paying for this it's like oh i, I want to see you happy or yeah. I, and that's what i think love is about doing for others mm-hmm. so a lot of times men like to have this whole well what do you bring to the table what do you do if i'm paying for everything what are you and it's like well money is very big like you said but it's also can be very small yeah extremely at- small yeah, look at those marriages or families where the father is always working, is always busy, he's providing, but is he being a father and a husband? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's bringing What's, everything to the table, but like himself. Mom <laughs> like, is one really, so yeah. Wow, that's actually like, that's that's pretty profound. Like the fact that, I mean, it's obviously like, I guess it's obvious, but it's true though. Like money can be a big deal, but it can actually also be a very small oh. deal, like very small. Like that's deal. all you're bringing to the table. So what happens when we both rich? Okay, how much is money? Yeah. Uh, other things now. Are you mentally contributing? Are you spiritually contributing? Are you, you know, I, I think people underestimate how much a woman really does bring to the table, and what a good mom or a good wife would do as well. So we, I mean, we can talk about this forever yeah. in my podcast, but <laughs> yeah. My, my last, my last you know, touch on that is what you just said is like, they really do underestimate 
how much a wife and moms bring to the table because you know being a mother alone is like a full-time job period like we just it's just so undervalued you know in what it is and like there are people who are full-time moms and work full-time which is also just like most women are full-time moms and work full-time which is insane and it's so undervalued and it's like now I'm coming to be now somebody like I'm being a full-time mom I'm working full-time and now somebody's asking me how much I spent on on my bag half of the bills that, no, that's the one. I, that's like, you don't that's get me one. started on splitting Girl, the bills. I don't want to talk. Well, if I start to talk. So I just think that <laughs> people need to just respect what other people want. Yeah. Don't tell people I had so much. I, I used to be so lost, mom. Really? Yeah, independent woman. I'm going half of my man. I'm taking him on date. I, I wasn't really, I wasn't be. I was the, what's the place? The sunken place. <laughs> I was there. I'm no longer there. Please, I've seen the way. <laughs> Please. Mm-mm. Dude, I can go on day about, like, when I, when, when I started dating, and I've talked about this on the pod before, but when, this is my subtle flex about how amazing my husband is. When we were dating, I, he was paying my rent while I was in school, and he didn't live, he didn't live in the apartment. Like, he lived he didn't live with me and he was paying my rent. It was like $1,200 a month while I was in school and he paid for my tuition. <laughs> what is it? is giving generosity. Generosity. And it's never, will Love. never be It's like, not, well, yeah. what are you bringing to the table? Or oh, mm-hmm. if I'm paying the bills, then what are you using your money to spend? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a, a thing of love. And I think that also your relationship with money and your perspective on money is so big. Mm-hmm. Well, let's study why people are stingy. Let's study why people are cheap. Let's say why people can spend and like I just feel like if we're making it a I don't know <laughs> I'm telling you. I love I love that your husband did that right and a lot of men are probably oh he is Sam that wasn't even your wife and you do it all and it's yeah. just like he cared mm-hmm. and I'm supporting to him in so many other ways yeah. aside yeah. from money yes. money is big and if somebody a lot of times, if a man invests in you or spends money in you, it can be seen as a dame. But I also just feel like, okay, but if you're a rich guy, then it's really nothing for you. So we need to now figure out if you really into me or not. But that's for yeah. the day. That's, that's, he, that, that's another conversation. Yeah. yeah. Like, out of love. So, yeah. yeah. No, I love it. And I, I, I always, like, like, that's, like, my standard is so high for, because, like, money is literally small. You know, he had the ability to do that. And he was like, yeah, I don't doesn't bother me like whatever it takes for us to be married because my dad was really like you have to finish school my husband was like okay well you got to go back to school so let's whatever we have to do like you have to go back to school so somebody else's son did it too because i don't even talk about if your dad is saying you have to go okay where's the the money where's the money well, your husband even said well in order for us to be married i'm sure your dad was like i need you to get finished school before you get married or whatever he did that yeah but when when they have the money they don't care they don't care like it should be it should be like i've like seen said, people generous the last i've seen mm-hmm. people even if you don't have money it's about what yeah. you want another person mm-hmm. out of love mm-hmm. or interest yeah yeah no it's true. there's a difference between a generous man and a rich man you said it that's yeah fast. and then you know i've had people you know oh let's go out for drinks as a first date are you okay 
I'm gonna write about this one day. Just wait on it. Is it drugs? <laughs> oh, I don't want to get upset. But but I realize you know that's what's gonna happen when you date, right? But it, yeah. it has nothing to do with your worth or your value. Yeah. It's about what you decide to commit to. Because mm-hmm. then I've had other guys who's like, oh, where do you want to go? Yeah. What do you want for your birthday? You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I we we gonna talk. We gonna talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna yeah, talk, talk. talk off the record because yeah. So um, I I had one more thing that I wanted to ask you. I damn, I can't remember. This conversation was too good. <laughs> <laughs> we just you know went in so many oh, directions, but I right. really know. I guess what's next for you, man? Like, what are you what are you working on? What are you excited for? Like, what is next for me? Um. <laughs> well like i said screenwriting is definitely yeah. like i just feel like this year has just been a year where i've just been really focused on balancing mm. and making money and like doing well at what i'm doing now mm. but now it feels like oh well i think i have more of a purpose that i want to even get into mm. whether it's creative consulting whether it's screenwriting all those things so i think that's definitely what's next for me in the future um it's just a matter of balancing that time you know yeah. so like Kim Kardashian, Will Smith, um, you know, they're Libra, so maybe that's one of the reasons why too. Dude, I'm not but, gonna lie. Um, After I met you, I was like, I love Libras. Like, I'm not really that into zodiacs, but all my closest friends are zebras and they work are zebras, are Libras, and they work <laughs> so hard, bro. Every Libra that I know, all my Christian followers, like, please, you can turn it off now if you want to get mad about the zodiac signs. Oh. It's okay, it's okay. But the all the Libras that I know are really, really, really hardworking people. And it's really inspiring, to be honest. And I aspire to work as hard as Libras yeah. in my life. Gemini's have great energy. We literally match on the chart. Yeah. So it just, it made sense that we clicked. That's yeah. why I had to, I was like, what's your sign? <laughs> and Nana's a Libra. And yes. Nana's like, I love, I love her Libra too. Oh, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But we work hard, but we look good while doing it. It's the aesthetic. Like we have to, very important. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And so how are you like, I don't know if like you want to get into this, but like, how are you, like, what, what's next for speedrunning? Like, what does that look like for you? And it's in it manifesting. (sighs) It's, uh, it's, yo, honestly, I need to even get back to it. I'm so busy. But it's it's humbling because mm-hmm. I literally don't know what I'm doing in okay. terms of screenwriting. There's like structure, there's the act one, act two, act three, character development, all those things that I've never, I did take a screenwriting class in college, but I kind of just did it for the grade. And I was like, oh, this class is kind of cool, but I didn't really, you know, um, like really focus on it. So now it's like I'm back in school. So like I'm watching master classes. I'm like reading books. I'm like, I have a workbook. So it's really a whole so it's not something I'm, I want to rush into. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of have an idea now, but like I've been sort of trying to like just take my time with it. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like, you know, trying to do it fast. Yeah. But, like being a student again. So do you see yourself like doing like short films, like movies, huge productions? Or like, where do you see yourself going with that? A show. I'm really a inspired show? by it. Really? Yeah. Insecure. Dude, you would write the funniest. Thank like, you. I really first just, gen I, African millennium millennial. I just have to put it on paper, Mo. I just gotta develop it. Yeah. Oh, and it's just so hard when you're so busy doing so much other things. But I believe, like, I really do believe I want to do it. 
I know you'll kill it. I know you'll kill it. Like, I'm excited for that. I know you'll kill it. I'm like, I can already see it. And I hope you, you're writing yourself as the star. Of course. <laughs> Even like, I, say, I did see Issa Rae say that she'll never write and star. I think she said the, or maybe she, either she said she'll never do it again or it was really hard. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Again, though. But mm-hmm. to like to write, to star something, to produce something, like, that's not It is, but it's in true Libra fashion. Yes. Yes. You must. You must. <laughs> this is a Capricorn though, but that's another hard work set of people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. They're 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 also like some jacks of all trades mm-hmm. kind of kind of people. But thank you, yeah. me, for joining me today. Of course, I, this is fun. Really, I'm glad you enjoyed. Yeah, it's about like talking like in LA again. Yeah. Well, that's that's the purpose of the show. I you know it's called a combo with Mo because I literally just, like I talk so much all the time every day that I'm like, why not just like do it with my friends on the internet and right. like get paid to do it. If, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's always the that not a creative dream. Yeah. That is success. That you is- are in success. Dude, and last thing, this is the last thing we're getting off, but I, you know, my husband always talks about his idea of success is being able to cultivate your life based off of what you desire instead of what you need. You know what I mean? And I've learned so, I mean, he's an angel. I've learned so much from him. And even hearing you say that is like this, I am so successful according to my standard of success because I get to wake up in the morning, do my makeup, come downstairs to the studio down here and record and that's that's my day and record another episode after this but that is my day and I get to say okay I'm gonna go to Walmart after this and you know and come home and go to sleep when I want to and edit when I want to and all this stuff when I want to and that is the dream you know what I mean it doesn't have to be the private jets it doesn't have to be the Chanel purse it really does not so yeah I'm at the point now to where I'm like wow I feel successful I can buy whatever it is I want like that you desire is that point right there because mm-hmm. you'll see other people say things like oh well you're not you're not living in how you're not but it's like but this is my success I've, I've never been here before this feels amazing yeah. there's a sense of freedom mm-hmm. flexibility oh just took my headphones out because the flexibility the flexibility oh my goodness you can't you can't you can't buy it bro you can't yeah. I mean you, you can you can buy it. I mean the money is what is buy it, but but yeah. like you know what I mean? Like it's worth uh, so much more than nothing, like having so much and not feeling content or grateful. <sighs> That's a lot of rich people problems. You feel me, but that ain't my problem, child. Because <laughs> I'm grateful for everything that I have and I'm grateful for the freedom and I'm I just want to give you your flowers, dude. Like I also wanted now I remember what I wanted to get into last week, but just what that what that process was like, you know, being in an African home and you know, um, choosing the creative path. Um, we will talk about that another day. <laughs> but I, I, I'm so proud of you because I just know it wasn't easy. I know there were times where you wanted to give up. I know there were times where it just looked so like, is this working? You know, but you have made such a name for yourself, and you are killing it. And you know the 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 part of your process that I've watched and that I've been able to see, like, I'm so grateful to have witnessed your journey via so like digitally, like via social media. Um, and I'm so excited for what's to come. I can't wait to see your name on the big screen. Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh, 
Oh, I know. The pleasure is all mine. No, okay. Okay, we're done, guys. So thank you guys so much. Oh, did you have any last words for the people? Any advice for any creatives um, that are on their journey or people that are, I don't know, looking for love? Like, that's kind of what we talked about. <laughs> um, I would say for creatives, do with purpose, be strategic. Um, and then for love, be okay with losing anybody as long as you don't lose yourself. And that can go for romantic or platonic, but it's nothing is by force for me right now. If it's causing you stress, if it, like be okay because people are scared of people like that and people don't play with people like that. Mm. That's my word. Damn. Damn. Y'all heard it <laughs> here first. Thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, to the Accountable Podcast. It's your girl, Mo Diggs. Um, and uh, yeah, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe on our platform share this with all your friends make sure you guys follow me on everything on instagram it's me unfiltered and me's corner on tiktok what are we me's corner it's me unfiltered on tiktok me unfiltered on tiktok and your youtube channel which i'm yeah. loving that oh, you kind of brought back yeah oh yeah like, yes because I, I girl youtube was humbling me right now but it's okay because mm-hmm. i stopped doing hair content because mm-hmm. i was like no so going to get back up but it's life yeah and i'm loving it i'm loving watching the growth and her videos are so engaging on youtube guys you gotta make, make sure you go and check her out and subscribe and mm-hmm. comment that you listen to this podcast and that is why you're watching her youtube videos um and yeah that is it for today's episode guys we'll see you next week bye